Earth is rising once more on Culture File this time as we meet some more of the artists involved in the past weekend's Earth Rising Festival of Ecologically Minded Art at IMA. The artists this time, perhaps not entirely coincidentally, both turn their attention to lost industries in Ireland. Luke Cassily is an artist from the Midlands whose performance lecture at the festival invited the audience to think about boglands via a perfume collaboration, while Rennie Buinting expansive installation used industrial quantities of a white crystalline substance as well as the odd wheelbarrow of beet to trace a folk history of the Irish sugar industry through which she guided culture file. We're looking at a giant funnel here containing sugar and the sugar is running out of it as a kind of showing what happened to the Irish sugar. We ran out of Irish sugar, it was no longer produced our factories closed in 2005. But in 1925, when it was set up, it was the first state-owned company of the free, Irish Free State. My name is Rennie Buenting, and uh, I'm an artist from Carlo, and I've been interested in the sugar industry in Ireland and other matters as well. I think some of my art has been protesting about things or trying to improve things and this is one of them. The thing I remember about beet sugar was that it has quite a distinctive smell, isn't that right? Hmm, that one doesn't have a distinctive smell. But the beet itself, when it was brought to the factories and the, the production of the sugar brought very distinct smell and everybody remembers the smell of that and the whole town would smell of it. But it, it wasn't a nasty smell, yeah. It was kind of a sign of, yeah, they're making sugar again. And this would be the time of the year that they would start bringing the beets to the sugar factory. So, so they would call it the campaign, and it would start in October, it would go on till January. Ireland has ideal soil. Just outside the door here, there's a wheelbarrow filled with produce. And I've just picked that last week in a neighbor's field who is growing it, not to make sugar with, but to feed it to his cattle. So it's still being grown, but it's only being grown for animals. And what's the variety there? That's, a, that's not the variety you would put in our salads. It's a white beet to start with, and it's very large. It is not the variety that would be used to make sugar with. It would be told every year what variety to grow. So the, the company would decide what would be best in the year and they, the farmers would then buy the seeds and grow it. Yes, yeah, yeah. So your installation has several parts here in the foyer, Tim. You've got your wheelbarrow of beets, you've got your sugar dispenser, and here there's a map of the world. That's right, the map is four and a half metres long and about three metres wide. And the black lines on the map show where the parts of the sugar factory went and they were used in different factories. Some of them sugar factories, others maybe different kind of industries. Uh, but in Russia it was sugar beet and some of the people from the Irish factory actually went there to show them how to use the, the machinery. And the same in Israel, I mean I have a list there and it was, it was a massive amount. 500 tonne went to Israel I believe and 300 tonne to Russia. And the only remaining structure is on that poster on the wall there, uh, the Carlo Limekiln Tower, that's still um, in Ireland. Why did the beet sugar industry close down, though? That is the big question that uh, very few people know exactly what happened. Um, I know that at some stage our beet quota was given up 
and I was speaking to a new company, well it's not new, it started in 2011 or 2012 called Beat Ireland and they were telling me that um, Ireland gave their sugar quota, which we still had at that time, to the EU. If they could support a sugar industry in 1925, I'm just wondering, can they support a, a new sugar industry now? Hey, uh, how's it going? Sorry, um, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm not much of a performer, really. The human holding me estimates that I'm about 8,000 years old. My name is Luke Casterly and I'm a performance maker. The project that I'm presenting as part of Earth Rising is called Distillation. And the project is a collaboration between me and the very first landscape I ever encountered, which was the Midlands Bog landscape in County Longford. What I'm attempting to do for the audience is uh, share that landscape with them uh, through scent. The form of the work is a, an interactive performance lecture in which each person receives a small bottle of essence which has been custom made for the performance by an Irish perfume maker called Joan Woods. The project is about capturing two simultaneous truths about that place which are number one, the hugely positive environmental impact now happening because of the cessation of the peat harvesting industry but also the sort of sense of displacement and worry and anxiety that comes with the disintegration of an entire industry in a region. That place means something different to lots of different people and I think it's important to, to try to create a project that captured that in a way. I came here from the very centre and when this is over I'll be returned back to that place. And one of the ways you've, you did that in the performance was actually to, to give voice to the turf itself, which actually, as you stand in front of me, you have your uh, recycled um, uh, bum bag, which is filled with turf even now. Yeah, yeah, that was important, I think, to try to, to give a voice to something that is voiceless, right? Because the landscape can't speak to us, but if it could, here's the attempt. I haven't been doing the best recently. I haven't really been well. There's been a lot going on and things have been complicated to say the least. So you actually did bring uh, lots of little bottles of this for us. Maybe you'd have a little squirt there yourself and tell me about what, what's going on in there. I'll, I'll put it on your wrist here. When I close my eyes, it brings me to the things that we smelled when we were there. Beetroot, heather, lemon, coconut and orange a lot of people a lot of people get smoke fire wood a lot of different textures and sensations come up for people what I'm, I was trying to do at the end is, is invite people to share if they want where they went when they when they smell it it does have a kind of ancient smell doesn't it yeah but thankfully I'm on the mend now I'm recovering even if it's a slow process Look, Cassily there, and before that you heard Rennie Buenting, both artists contributing to Emma's Earth Rising Festival. And we'll have our final visit to the festival next time on Culture File when we meet the writer of Losing Eden, Lucy Jones.